She's so frustrated Chicks. about our birthday present game. She is? Because I started Googling things I was going to buy you. And she's like, first of all, we're not buying that. And I was like, uh, we're not buying it for you. We're buying it for Tom. She was like, hold on. Hold on. She was I'm like. I'm so excited. I'm so excited. 100%. <laughs> My favorite spring cleaning takeaway is the post-clean clarity you get. Wow. How have I been living like this? It's kind of like when you find out that you've been paying a fortune for wireless. When Mint Mobile has phone plans for $15 a month, when you purchase a three-month plan, more like, wow, how have I been affording this? It's time to switch to Mint Mobile and get unlimited talk, text, and data for $15 a month. We use Mint Mobile at the office, and we have been saving so much money since switching over, and setting up on Mint Mobile's website was super easy. To get this new customer offer and your new three-month unlimited wireless plan for just 15 bucks a month, go to mintmobile.com slash bears. That's mintmobile.com slash bears. Cut your wireless bill to 15 bucks a month at mintmobile.com slash bears. $45 upfront payment required equivalent to $15 per month. New customers on first three months plan only. Speed slower above 40 gigabytes on unlimited plan. Additional taxes, fees, and restrictions apply. See Mint Mobile for details. It's more like a fishing kind of hat today. No, this is a badass fucking hat. Yeah. It's a Masters right now. It's a Masters, yeah. It's a Masters right now. When we're filming this, it's a Masters. It seems really high. I think it's good. Uh, I... For the record, it's a master's hat. Shout out to Michael Collins who gave me this hat. And shout out to all the racists that opened Augusta National Club and didn't allow <laughs> blacks or women or people of other ethnicities or religions into their club for like 80 years. What were you saying? I was wondering. <laughs> I was actually wondering. I would, like, I, I would like to go back to like the first person when they started doing the rules. And the, like, Do you think there was someone that was a little progressive? They're like... Hey, should we let black people do this? And everyone's yeah. like, what did you just say? Oh, I think like one day, like probably that, you know, in Augusta, some black guy just walked up and was like looking to play golf. And they were like, what? Here? And like, you yeah. can't play here. And he was like, why? When did they start letting black people play in Augusta? Hey, it was, <clears throat> oh boy. Good luck. Um, it was way later than you think. <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's uh that's a fun game that's a that should be a game show until 1990 and no women as members till 2012 no yeah no the club long required all caddies to be black and barred black <clears throat> hold golfers. on hold on whoa what the fuck yeah the club held long racist and held them they held these racist and sexist policies i talk about this on stage dude i are you serious right yeah. now yeah right now you're talking about this on stage right now? Right now. Are you serious? Yes, I have a whole bit about Augusta. <clears throat> no women could be members in 2012. Can I tell you what's I went to a meeting one time. There was this clan like, meeting? No, no, no. Oh. This there was a uh, a club, like a club. Right. That's, well, yeah. No, no, no. It's in Hollywood. It's like <laughs> it's like a members only bar. Yeah. Yeah. And so <laughs> <laughs> they're all over the country. Go ahead. So I get a call and they're like, this movie producer wants to meet you. He's a member of this like elite club on on Sunset um, down by Beverly Hills. And he's like, uh, you cool to do that? And I was like, fuck yeah. I've always wanted to go like see what these are like, you know? Yeah, yeah. So they're like, cool. So I go there and I get in the lobby and Judy, my manager, is there. I go, what are you doing here? She was like, I'm here for the meeting. I go, they let women in this club? She was like... They let women in all clubs. <laughs> I was 
like oh uh, I, I wanted to go to like one of the old school ones and see yeah. what it was like all the like all dudes and like everyone's walking around half naked and they're like hey that sounds see <clears throat> here's the thing i can stand stand for inclusion and against having women you know what i mean like <laughs> <laughs> like i feel like <clears throat> you should let in every race and religion of man is baby steps of progress yeah Let all the men of all, all different colors exactly commiserate about how they hate but women. then once you start having women come in you're like oh so there's no fun here <laughs> i would love to be a do they have you can't even have like a mem you can't even have uh like wait can you can you forbid a woman from joining a private club let's start one it's a it. <laughs> Like a private club, it's like, can you? Is it is it illegal to forbid a woman from joining a private club? Like, how had they get away for it till twenty twelve? That's recent, man. That's very recent. That's like like and that's encouraging as shit. That means that we can, <laughs> we do have a shot. I was um, I was saying I was trying to think of a joke. Was I was trying to think of a joke about um, you know how like so like when you're trying to hit progress. Yeah. And you're like, like I, you'll say like, oh, I don't say the F word. Mm -hmm. And people are like, wait, which one's that? Right, like, right, right. Come on, you know which one. And they're yeah. like, I'm, I'm like, are you stop saying fuck. And you're like, no, God damn it. That's yeah, not yeah, what I'm talking yeah. about. That's not the F and um, and uh, I wonder if that happened with the N word. When they were like, when the first white guy was like, hey man, I don't appreciate you not saying the N word. And they were just like, in the back of a truck, like, I'm not sure what word you're talking about. Yeah. <laughs> and like, you mean never? And he's like, no, you can say, yeah. well, my pop said never say never. I don't know what that you're talking about. <laughs> uh, what was the other, wait, what was the other one I was just thinking of when I was saying, oh. The K word? No. Oh. What's the, what's the K word? I, I don't know. What, what's it to you? <laughs> <laughs> the R word? The R word. Is the, that, R -word yeah. the M word? Yeah. The R word has really, like saying that has really taken off in recent years you know what's so funny is i really feel like you were at the beginning of the of the wave of reintroducing that word to people thanks man <laughs> <laughs> i hear that word so much i hear, I it, hear it so much so much i hear both <laughs> the r word said yeah and all the time yeah 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 i i hear it i i it, it, let me rephrase hurts. this i was it, about to say i love i i embrace when a person of progress doesn't know you're not allowed to say that word. Yes. And they say it at like when you're shooting a TV show and they're like, oh, let's not all be. And you're like, hey. I know it's, it is the most exciting reveal. I love when I've had people, uh, talk to me about it. Like they'd be like, I just want to holler at you about the R word. And they kind of give you like a mini lecture yeah. and you're like, okay. And then however much time later you're just hanging out and they're like, you know, they're like, oh, I'm fucking retarded, man. Yeah, and you're yeah. like, oh. Are you like, oh, so it is part of your lexicon and yeah. you're not the person that you were that was lecturing me. You're just. You want to hear the best one of those? Ever? Hmm. Ever. We're sitting at my house uh, having dinner with a bunch of friends and we, the the topic of the N-word comes up of, of usage in the South. And I was like, it was very popular when I grew up. Like. My parents never said it, but I heard it. <clears throat> Every neighborhood I ever grew up in, I heard it. And when we moved to Florida, I remember the like first, day one. I remember the first time I said it. You ready for this? This yeah. is a good story. By the way, get ready to edit this out. <laughs> <laughs> okay. This is a very vulnerable story. So, I'm, but 
uh, I was 10 years old. And, uh, that is young. It's young. Well, it's I, but you're gonna. The story has okay. It's not. It's not what you think. <laughs> so there was a. But you're like, come on, man, catch the fucking ball. No. <laughs> <laughs> like, Ten years old. Saying that. <laughs> and so we lived in a. We we moved out of a, a bad neighborhood. We we lived in a bad neighborhood, rough neighborhood when I was really young, like uh, rednecks and did you really oh yeah 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 like it was it was the first house we could afford and and it was all that level of white that could afford a house they could afford to own a house but they weren't their own bosses yeah right so it was that if that makes sense and there was a black neighborhood that was that was on the other side of the street yeah to ours and these this is a separate story but this is how often i heard the word um uh the black Kids came over one night and stole my football. It was in the front yard. They stole my football. I knew it was my football because the late we played in the street and the laces had run out. My dad used a shoestring to relace the football. Mm -hmm. And so they had my football. And they challenged us to a game of football. And these two redneck brothers said, that's his football. And they said, no, this is our football. And they started fighting. The two brothers started fighting two black dudes. And then it got down to one the youngest brother and the black dude fighting. And the dad came out of the two white brothers and started chanting fight, fight, and we're in a white. White don't win. We all jump in and hit me and said, start chanting. He's fighting for your ball. And I was like, oh, my God. And that, by the way, I, that was just, I was traumatized to watch fight. Now, cut to 10 years old. We moved right. to a we moved to a better neighborhood. Yeah. And uh, and there was a black family in there, the Colvins. Shout out to the Colvins. They were awesome fucking family. They're from Ohio, I think. It's funny, the small details. And they had just gotten Pac-Man. Chris Colvin had just gotten Pac-Man. And we were playing one-on-one, -on -one, and he was destroying me, like going head-to-head. -head. And he started going, and the whole family's around because they had just gotten Pac-Man. Grandma, uh, his cousin, his sister, mom and dad, right? And he's going, take that, honky. Take that, honky. Cracker, cracker ass, cracker. And, and the whole family's laughing. I'm the one white kid there, and I'm like, this doesn't feel so cool. So then I get in, right? <laughs> I start to play, and I start going, and I go, take that, you... <laughs> In front of the whole fucking family. In front of the whole fucking family. How'd that? Unplugged. They unplugged it? Unplugged the game. Father, Chris's father, sat down and said, we don't say that word in this house. And I was like, I was really confused. So I was like, I, I mean, I thought he was just, I thought we were fucking around. Like, I, like in my head, I didn't know the word. I didn't, I had no weight of the word. I didn't know. Yeah. The, I'd heard it in the other neighborhood. I never said it, but I was like, oh, we're going to bust balls. He's going to call me a honky and a cracker. Yeah. And he was like, we don't say that in this word, in this house. And he gave me like a very uh, stern, but very loving lecture about that word. Mm -hmm. And then the grandma came in and the grandma explained what her life was like. I'm fucking 10. And I'm um, going like, I'm sitting in a Speedo on their couch. Just like, what the fuck did I do? Like, what, the, like, how do I get the fuck out of this? And I'm, and I'm, and no, and Chris the whole time, shout out to Chris Colvin is still my friend and busting my balls. And he's like, oh, like pointing at me. I'm like, get me the fuck out of here. But they were really cool. They explained to me that that word was not to be used ever. I shouldn't say it, what it meant, the weight of what it meant. And then grandma gave me her story. I want to say his grandma was there. I'm sure if Chris hears this, he'll be like, my grandmother never came down to Tampa. Yeah. You have a very active imagination. So, but but uh, I, know his, I know his cousin was because we used to spy on her. She was hot as fuck. And so, uh, and so, uh, and then we got done. I just, me and, and his dad then was very cool. Taught me how to make peanuts. Like he made roasted peanuts and like brought me into the kitchen and come on, we'll make peanuts. And so we made peanuts and 
This is the first time I ever said the word. Jesus. <laughs> By the way, not sure we want to keep that in the show, but it's... Uh, no, there was like, but so when you got home, though, did you tell your parents or your dad? I didn't say a word. Didn't you kept it to yourself? I myself. I was like, I fucked up big. And you knew to keep that to yourself? I, this is the first time I've ever told that story. Really? Yeah. This is the first time I ever told this story. <clears throat> Do you know that I, me, I wouldn't curse um, even in like fifth, fourth grade, fifth grade, up in the sixth grade? Really? And a neighbor was like, lived across i don't know if i want to give him a shout out the way you did because he might be like that's not a cool story um uh but i wonder my, what chris colvin's doing i wonder if i could find him keep going yeah yeah but my neighbor uh he and his brother were like say fuck and i was like no like that i just yeah. didn't curse and he was like say it and i go no i won't so one of them put me in a chokehold and the other one put a knife to my neck oh my god and they go say fuck and i was like no kill me <laughs> I didn't say it and they were like all right man all right now not a lot and I was jerking off like next to these guys go ahead <laughs> <laughs> so best one of these stories of R words this will give us an out in case we don't want to use that story best one of these uh R word N word stories we're sitting that's a good story yeah yes yeah, yeah. I don't know I it's get very authentic that because yeah. then people pull that out and they're like and they just clip I'm not even gonna offer that anyway the whole point is um, we're sitting at our house and we're talking about usage of the N-word in the South. And, my, and we're just like, oh, yeah, that word flew around a lot in the 70s and 80s. Like, I heard it in public. I heard, like, it definitely, the wokeness was around. One of my buddies is like, uh, never said the word. And I'm like, you've never said the word? He's like, never said the word. And I was like, you never sang it in a song? He's like, never. I have a clean record. A clean record. And I'm like, really? And he goes, never. It has never come out of my mouth. And I actually believe this dude, right? I believe this dude. That night, we go to Pat's. I'm with Omar Dorsey, Tone Bell, all my, all my, all the, all the black dudes that hang out at Pat's. I shouldn't, yeah, fuck it. Well, that's where we hang out at. Fuck, maybe I shouldn't say the name of the bar, but that's where we're hanging out at, and we're all drinking. And I pull him aside. I go, "Do you know this guy's never said the N word?" And they're like, "Impossible." And I go, he, "I go, I actually believe him." And they're like, "Impossible." And he's like, "No, no." I mean, and and then we start talking about something else. And the guy says it twice to three black dudes. He says it to them. Three, he's drunk and he's just like, and he has no recollection of it. No recollection. The next night, I'm going, I, I go, I text everyone. I go, can you believe? He said he never said it. That night, he said it twice to three black dudes. And he goes, I did, absolutely did not. And I was like, you 100% did. And then I tell him and he goes, oh my God, I did. I did. He said twice. it casually he in a bar? He said it casually in a bar through twice to Two, three black guys. It was the fucking. I was like, they're, they, they, Omar starts going. He wait. He just said he never said it. He just said it to us. <laughs> he was trying. He was telling a story. Yeah. Where the in the story the word was used. Yeah. And it was. It was. So he in his mind he's not saying it then. He was just drunk and he was like he was like, I can't believe it. I had a clean record. I had a clean record. A clean record. A fucking clean record. I My saw. Daughter's never said it. I believe that. Yeah. I saw somebody at a a woman at a wedding reception, uh, hammered, and she was singing it so loud, but like people were trying to, to shuffle her out, and she was like, ah, and she was just singing it, and we were all like, oh my God, but she you was know, so out of her mind, drunk. This is a great pivot, because, hey, Nadab, do you know what I'm talking about? Uh Oh, the thing that you mentioned With earlier? T.I.? Yeah. Did you, so, I don't, this is, this is so weird, and I don't know if I, because I'm such a huge fan of T.I. Like, literally, like, 
a huge fan of TI. Obviously, 85 South Show has TI on. Have you, have you seen this? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Have yeah. you seen? Okay. So, TI. Uh, they gave us a shout out. They gave us a shout out. Here's the weird, the weird thing. And I want you to hear it and tell me what you think. I don't know. I don't know if we can play it, but they're talking about Miss Pat, right? Yeah. Hold on a second. Let me get this. Off. They're talking about Miss Pat. And the way T.I. refers to me as the person that Miss Pat is on a TV show with, mm -hmm. The Cabin, streaming right now on Netflix, mm -hmm. it sounds it sounds racist, but I know it's not. But I, I now understand when someone goes, why has he got to be a black man? Like, yeah. like, oh, right. like hear the way T.I. refers to me as he's talking about Miss Pat right okay. now. Okay. So what a white man. Burt. Yeah. Go back. Play that yeah. again. Play it again. Just, mm -mm. She's actually on something else that's on Netflix. I forget what it's called. Mm -hmm. It's with a white man. Bert. It's with a white man. Yeah. Like it just Harsh sounded. Man. It sounded like I heard it and I go, I go. It sounds. It's. I know it's not racist. I know like but but it's the way it comes off. It's like like it's like uh, it makes me feel like a bad white person. Oh right. Does that make sense? Yeah yeah He's yeah. A white man. And he was like, oh, I'm better than that. Yeah, I mean, he was just like. I don't know who that guy is, but it was definitely. But I know he's white. white. Yeah, yeah. I know he's a white man. Yeah, I, I see what you. I know what you mean. I mean, he definitely didn't mean that like disparagingly. I don't think he did at yeah. all. But I can. I. I'll tell you what I got was I got when like when you say something and you go, oh, that's not what I meant. Right. There's a funny thing though. This comes down to like just like word choice. If you say if you were to be like there was a black man, that sounds fucked up. Yeah. But if you say there was a black guy. That sounds neutral. That's what, you know what? I swear to God, did I not say that enough? I said, if he said it's a white dude, I go, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. It means he likes me. Right. But if you go white man, it's just like. It does. It, it, it sounds like a perpetrator. Yeah. It sounds like, like who did, who shot all these people at the mall? And they're like, it was a white man. Yeah. 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 Right. That's what it is. Yeah. I, you know, I couldn't figure this out. And I played it for Ron and Ron goes, oh, you're just up in your feelings because you're a fan of TIs. And he didn't know your name. And I was like, that's nah, not it. That's not that's it. That's not it. I don't, I don't expect T.I. to know my name at all. But the way he said white man, it, it does. It comes out like if you go, if you, if I said, so last night we got at the knock at the door and you're like, who was it? And I go, it was a black man. You're like, why? What the fuck? Yeah. But if I go, oh, it's this black dude. You know, also, I think I just did it different. Like I said it different. Yeah. It was a black dude. Yeah. And you're like, oh, what do you want? As yeah. Opposed, it was a black man. Yeah, yeah. It does man, man comes out. Man feels like what you tell the police. Yeah, yeah. There is a Hispanic man it here. It made me feel like I'm not a good white person when he said that. Yeah. He goes, it's and a And I white think man. that your stories support that narrative. <laughs> By the way, and I very much regret wearing this hat today. <laughs> you need to take care of me on this one, Adam, and clean it up. <laughs> Fuck. No, you didn't. You didn't do anything wrong, man. The uh, yeah, it's interesting because I I oh you know this is an even better pivot, Tom. Yeah, yeah. Why don't we play the video that I accidentally posted on uh, Instagram? This is going to be the episode that takes me down. Okay, um, I will say this: I was a I moved to Florida when I was fourteen, which is you know you're kind of a a developed yeah, personality. What was that like, dude? I'll be because I moved from Milwaukee, which Milwaukee a lot of people don't know is actually a very segregated city it's the most segregated major city in, in america like when they have like the percentages of people that live separate from each other it's very segregated but as a teen as someone who went to middle school and uh the first semester of high school there 
you know, even though I'd see people in groups, you go to lunch, right? The cafeteria, you know, there's Asian kids and black kids and white, like it's kind of, but people mingled. I didn't like hear the type of thing where day one in Florida, I was like, holy shit. Like it was a very different culture where people were very openly racist. And it was having moved from cities where people, some people would laugh and snicker and say, Oh, those cities have racism. Yeah, I understand that. But I'm saying as a kid, I didn't hear nearly anything like when I moved to Florida. Florida was it was a compl- it was like going to uh prison. Yeah. Like where you hear people just openly you were like, "You talk like this, man?" Like that. It was crazy. It's interesting because there are it's I and in cl- Florida's very classist in that in that there is a genre of floridians that <clears throat> grew up there their family grew up there their mom and their their mimas their peepaws they mm-hmm. all grew up there and 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 some of them have raised into power and, and have money but that is the the backbone of the racism and then there's like like i i want to say like all the people that moved to florida is and i hate putting florida in a bad light because i grew up there and i love florida but i i just know for a fact that florida is different you know florida georgia mississippi there is like people always wonder about racism. I go, it's I don't know. I, don't, I haven't been there in a while, but it's I, growing up. It was very segregated, like very segregated. I mean, yeah. I, I I went to schools out Tallahassee. It was FAMU and Florida State, and there were literally was where you drove across. I remember I, on Saturday nights I'd have to take. I drove a safe escort. So yeah. I had a car. I'd take girls around campus, and black chicks <laughs> always used to call up. I'm, I remember this one girl. Uh, can you? Can I get one eleven? Was my number. It was the escort numbers. Everyone had their own number. Can I get 111? And they were like, yeah, hold on. 111, you got a request. I go, who's it from? She goes, Vanilla. I go, oh, fuck. And I go, all right, I'll be there in a second. And she would be, she would fill up my little uh, K car. We had like a K car. She would fill it up with her friends and dudes. And I'd drive them to parties at FAMU. What is safe escort? What is that? Safe escort. See if it's still a Tallahassee, um, Nadav. It's S period, A period, F period. Safe escort. Just go ahead. Tallahassee. Safe Escort was, um, it was a job I had where I walked girls, uh, I walked girls across <laughs> campus. Those are female escorts, buddy. Those are female. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Those are... Safe Escort was, uh, I escorted girls across campus. It was awesome. So wait, how'd you, how'd you get in that? My buddy Cheese had a job, was the supervisor and he goes, you want a job? And I was like, yeah, me and Brent Pracken, he was 187, were our numbers? He was 187, I was 111 and, uh, and they girls knew us and like, especially the black. This just means girls. that like you're gonna you're not gonna rape them. Yeah, no, no, I'm gonna make sure that they don't get raped. Right. So like, I would walk them across campus. So a lot of times you would just walk. Like you, primarily you were supposed to walk them across campus, but we had a car, and so we would take them. We drive them. You're just like an interesting guy to have that job. Not that I think very, you're. Uh, not that you're an assaulter. I, yeah. It's just that I go like. So the party guy is your safe escort? I know, right? <laughs> like it's just funny. I know. It's, I think it's it's like uh, it was it was a fun fucking job because you met. I mean, you met tons of chicks. Like, I mean, if I was single, you you could have you could have found girlfriends. But I was yeah. I was dating someone, so I just had great conversations. This chick Vanilla, she's I don't I don't know. If I, I wish she would. There's no way she's gonna hear this. Black chick lived in dorman hall with me my freshman year, and so I knew her, and she would hit me up. She lived in, I think she lived in Devaney, and she would hit me up and go, send 111. And she knew that I knew her, and so I was, I was going to break the rules. You weren't allowed to drive off campus. And I remember, I remember, take, I 
she was the one that introduced me to Wu Tang Clan, and they were we were driving, and I was they were like, "What do you listen to?" I was like, "Outcast," and one of the dudes was uh, was from New York, and he's like, "You know, listen to Wu Tang." I was like, I have no idea what fucking Wu-Tang. And they started mocking me because I didn't know what Wu-Tang was. I do. I have no idea what Wu-Tang is. I was like, oh, what's a Wu-Tang? And they're like, what's a Wu-Tang? And yeah. they're like, you don't know who Method Man is? So I went and bought Method Man's album, and I didn't understand it. Like, I didn't I didn't get it. Like, I didn't get what he was taught. Like, oh. like I'd never heard, like, this sounds like, this sounds like a board meeting at Augusta National right now. <laughs> About By the way, letting in a on. new member. Like, I, I, I don't know what this guy's talking there, about. And I know that I'm fucking my chances up of ever playing golf there. <laughs> I am ruining my chances of playing golf there. <laughs> I remember. You, do you remember Method Man's first album, though? It was yeah. confusing. If you didn't know. To Cal? Like, a, <sighs> like, yeah. he, like, that was the way he rapped. Is like everything was like, and it wasn't an album you can listen to in your car the iron lung man he's just trying to catch his breath you know he smokes so much dude weed. i'm telling you this is why i want to do another live gig because yeah. i would listen to method man right now yeah we could do that wu-tang clan ain't none to fuck Make i didn't sure understand you heavy wu-tang in rotation for the next live oh heavy let's get method man on do you know method man swole as fuck now yeah yeah method man and dude i hate to he's say also none. super tall i met him no on, we met on a flight and like he waited for me what? Yes. How come you always get like my favorite rappers become your best friends? Yeah. He uh, Method Man today. He oh, we're gonna get him on the Today Show. <laughs> <laughs> Look at his fucking arms. Yeah, he's jacked, man. I saw him deadlifting. Yeah, he's look at he him. is. He's yoked, jacked, dude. His he look did at that shit. He did um a day in the life on MTV, twenty four hour thing on MTV that made me legit fall in love with that dude. I was like, the, a girl tried to kiss him outside his tour bus, and he didn't know the cameras were on him. Mm -hmm. She was like, oh my God, and came and tried to give him a kiss. He was like, the fuck you doing? Don't kiss me. He's like, I'm married. She was like, I know. And he was like, well, if you respect me, then respect my wife. And he, she was like, sorry. And he goes, that's cool, but just don't do that shit. And walked away. I was like, he didn't know cameras were on him. And I was like, that's a fucking good guy. Yeah. Method Man and fucking... Um, Buster Rhymes is ridiculously big. Have you seen his arms? Mm -mm. Dude, type in Buster Rhymes 85 South Show. I'm talking about 85 South way too much. <clears throat> I love those guys. Look at look at his arms on 85 South. Uh, you got to see his. Look at his fucking arms. Yeah, they look huge. Dude, Buster Rhymes is ridiculously big. He looks like six times the size of the guy to his right. <laughs> like DC Young Fly, yeah, yeah <laughs> dude. There's a clip. I, I'm obsessed with their goddamn show. I love their show. Is your beer fridge feeling a little empty? DoorDash is your door to beer without the run. Whatever drink you're in the mood for, they've got you. Order your alcohol with DoorDash today and drink in the savings. Use code Bears. 24 to get 25% off, up to $15 value on a $35 minimum subtotal on your next alcohol order for eligible users only. I mean, there's like sometimes you just don't want to leave. That's me. Once we're at a spot and we're hanging out, I just don't want to leave. And now you don't have to. The alcohol selection on DoorDash is top shelf. Beer, wine, mixers, mocktails, and more can be delivered straight to your door. Save up to 25%, up to $15 value when you spend 
$35 or more with code BEARS24. So whether you're grabbing drinks for an event or staying in for the night, DoorDash is here to help you have a great evening any evening. Terms apply, must be 21 or older to order alcohol, drink responsibly, delivery and promotions available only in select markets. Hello, I'm Johnny Knoxville. And I'm Elna Baker. And we have a new podcast. It's called Pretty Sure I Can Fly. Yep, we've teamed up with my friends and barmates from Smartless to create a podcast where we talk to folks who have more balls in a bowling alley. People who accomplish something extraordinary despite people telling them that it couldn't or shouldn't be done. You'll hear stories about the Air Force doctor who buckled into a 600-mile-per-hour rocket sled and became the fastest man on the planet. And a man who wrestles alligators and sharks for fun. Do not do this. <laughs> You'll hear about a foul-mouthed moonshiner. Got a two-inch dick and a six-inch tongue and knows how to use both of them. <laughs> and an even more foul-mouthed female stunt pilot. We got bull riders. Balloonists. Bobsledders. And big wave surfers. People who lay their balls on an anvil and hand the other fellow the hammer. Okay. I bet you've actually done that, Johnny. Maybe for sweeps. Follow Pretty Sure I Can Fly on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcast. You can listen to Pretty Sure I Can Fly early and ad free right now on Wondery Plus. The um, what is it about hip hop stars that when they get older, mm -hmm. they all fucking get huge, like Dr. Dre? Yeah, I think that happens. M &M. to I think it happens to entertainers, not just really? rappers. Yeah, I think like you, you even see like comedians that that age some get really into your body. I think it's just like, it's part of aging where you go like, I'm, I'm starting to naturally break down. So I want to do all I can to not have it break down. That's you know? so funny. Can and I it's also you? like, you can put a lot of energy. Like what thing about like being creative, I think is that you have to direct energy, you know, and you can direct it into like, if you're making an album or you're touring, you feel like you're putting so much into that. And maybe if you're not like in studio, you're not on tour, you go, well, I got to direct all this energy somewhere. And you see people like really get into their bodies at some point. Can I tell you what I did? What? <clears throat> I did the exact opposite. <laughs> when I was 27 years old, mm -hmm. 27 years old, I had money and I was fat mm -hmm. and I was, I was, uh, and I was just the worst I'd ever been. And so I said, I'm going to put all my attention into getting myself perfect right now so that I can grab someone and get married to them and then I can just let myself fall apart. Yeah. And I, I was like, I got to be the best Bert right now. There's never going to get better Bert. This is how you met your wife? That's how I met Leanne. As I got in the best shape I've ever been in, met her, and then I was like, all right, I'm done. I got it. Yeah. I got the role. Yeah. Oh, fucking, what am I going to do? I had met Christina after I had lost a bunch of weight. Like, I lost a bunch of weight in college. And, and then? I, and then, wait, no. So then I come out here you but you don't even remember i gotta send you stuff because we've talked about you have no recollection when i met you yeah i weighed 185 190 no yeah. no yes fucking i have pictures of us way no have, give me send me one i'll send you weighed you. 185 yeah yes when i met you and that's when i how i basically met christina and that's who she locked down and then i was like fuck it <laughs> no, I wasn't like fuck it. It was a natural decline. <laughs> I cannot lose weight right now. I like I'm and by the way, I also I also get to places where I go um like like yesterday, chicken breast and a salad, right? Yeah. That's yeah. it. I'm going to see if I can go ahead. Get a call from a friend who says, "Hey, we'd love to see the new place. Um we get a good sunset view. You want to go have a some rosé and i was like oh yeah 
So I pour rosé into my Kool-Aid growler, mm-hmm. like three bottles so that we have enough, murder rosé, and then all of a sudden I'm like, Georgia, take me to go get a burger. And she was like, what? And I was like, come on, let's go get burgers. And so we went to Jack's. Jack's is a burger place on Tonga. Mm-hmm. I got 12 burgers, and I woke up this morning going- 12 burgers? Ugh. I get. I have this thing where I go, I want to make sure I'm covered, right? Yeah. So- uh, I got twelve burgers and then, uh, and then woke up this morning going, why? I, I didn't eat yesterday. Like, why do I feel fat as fuck? And then, and then all of a sudden, like a serial killer, I'm sure probably does, where he goes, "Oh my god, this blood's from that girl. There's a girl in my refrigerator. Oh fuck, <laughs> yeah." I was like, "Oh my god!" And then I was like, "Oh my god, I ate Snickers bars last night. I did a taste test between. Someone said they didn't like uh, Butterfingers, and I was like, I'm gonna." And I go, I love Butterfingers. And they're like, why? And I go, I don't know. And so I started eating Butterfingers until I figured out why I liked them. And I was like, oh, I like the sharp saltiness that you get in a Butterfinger every now uh-huh. and then. Every now and then you get like a like a twinge of saltiness, like too salty. And then you're like, ooh, sweet, sweet, sweet. You know what's hilarious to hear? It's hilarious to hear. We should actually do this. We okay. should splice you going like, I cannot lose weight right now. And then be like, I had 12 burgers and I had, I love Butterfingers and the sharp sweetness in it. So like it, the, the, the comparison of I can't lose weight with what I ate. Dude, I did, I did a sliding scale. Uh-huh. I did a, I did a, uh, what's the scale when they show Neanderthal to Cro-Magnon? Oh yeah, yeah. I did that with, with Three Musketeers, Milky Ways and Snickers bars last night. You so ate all these? I started eating. I get out of control. I no, had, I I ate I ate like an asshole last night too. I had two cigars. I didn't do that. Two cigars, a bottle of wine, some food fight, a few burgers. I fucking fall apart, man. It's like I, I just need someone to stop me. Yeah, I need. To, but this is my problem in everything. But this is it, right? It's like I come into this show the same way. This show is exactly representative of my life. I come in and I go. I go, hey, this is going to be a fun show. We'll talk about it. And then all of a sudden, I'm telling stories about the M word. And I'm like, what the fuck am I doing? And then I'm like, and then I'm sitting here going, is, is this show even good for me? And then I'm like, why did I have to wear this fucking hat? Why did I have to wear this fucking hat? <laughs> hmm. so you, uh, said, you said the other day that you love fucked up toenails. Oh, my God. I cannot get enough of Wait. that and dilated pores. Why do you love fucked up toenails? Do you like the when like seeing them get like cleaned up, cleaned up? I like I like when you see like a foot and the guy's like and you like I love my feet is killing me and then the guy's like what is that and then all of a sudden you're like you're like and then they clean them up and the guy's mm-hmm. like all right we'll see you in two weeks and the guy comes back in two weeks and they look normal I love that transition I w- I'm really into um, ingrown toenails and ingrown toenail removal like I don't know what it is I can't stop fucking watching it. <laughs> Dude, you give me a, you, and, uh, more than anything. They have uh, anything with feet. For whatever reason, I'm into like feet. Yeah. I remember p- t- tweeting to Cam Haynes and I was like, hey, can you send more pictures of your feet? <laughs> I was like, I don't know, because he runs so much. I was like, I got to see these feet. <laughs> I don't know, man. I what? fucking, I got it. Like, I'm David Goggins put a picture of his feet up and I was yeah. like, oh, Are yeah. They all fucked up. Oh, they're pretty aggressive. Yeah, he runs like ultra marathons. I was, I was, uh, yeah, yeah, I had a dream that I, look at David Goggins' fucking Shit. big toe is just, it's just, 
Oh, it's my just ground God. into sand. Yeah, see, I don't like looking at that. I love it. Can you zoom in? Goggins' feet. Goggins. Type in Cam Sane's feet. I'm good. Oh, Toenail. my God. Oh, look at that. 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 All right. Hey, we're good, man. No, no, no. This Dude, I'm, not, I get I'm really... looking for like foot porn, not like Oh, no, 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 no. Uh, there was a guy that I followed. I used to tag him on, uh, on, I used to tag him on Instagram. Fuck yes. Oh, dude. Oh, dude. When you're saying, come on. By the way, this really hurts. Like I, I, I've watched enough of these. This is super painful. Holy shit, man. Is there, is there audio on this? No. No. Okay. Oh my God. By the way, my dad, one of the things my dad said, oh my God, I almost came. I would say this guy's got some issues, right? Um, there's oh a lot God. of, the, a lot of the people up. that do this is, is they're just old people to get like that. Yeah. Old, a lot of old men <coughs> Do 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 dilated poor removal, dilated poor removal. Have you ever seen this? This will make you fucking come. Dilated poor. Oh my god, that was rough. Dilated poor. Oh, oh yeah, 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 yeah. Doctor Sandra Lee. Oh yeah, is that the pimple popper lady? Yeah, she's yeah. awesome. You can play without audio. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, just get to the poor. Get to the. Oh, this is not a dilated poor. I don't think. Or maybe it is. That's easier to watch for me than the toenail. The toenail is. She's got so some. She's got some. Gnarly. Go find. This is not the best one, in my opinion. I don't like it squeezing out. I like when. The, 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 get, get out of here. Get out of this one. I could do that for a live. You you could not give me a long enough day of pulling out dilated pores. God. Tell this Nadav. Yeah. Reach out to Dr. Sandra Lee. See if she can give me a dilated pore. Find one of my pores, dilate it, and then we remove it on a live event. You really want to do that? I would do that. In a heartbeat. Do you wish you had a cyst right now to be removed? Not a cyst. Not a cyst. I don't why, like cysts. Why not? Why not? A cyst? I don't like a cyst because you never know what they are. You think they're cancer the whole time. Well, let's say they're not a cancer. Yeah, but I wouldn't. I don't want a cyst. I want a dilated pore. What's? But do we know the like? Is yeah, there yeah, an yeah, actual yeah. De definition? Yeah. For what is a dilated definition? A dilated pore. Let's see here. Some doctors or. Skincare professionals may try to remove the dilated pore of what? Weiner? Yeah, I think you're, I think just, wow. Hold on. I want, just real quick. I want you to see what his initial search was. Yeah. What 19S is, is what 19AS? And dilated. Look, I, dilated got, I got fat, stubby fingers. I mistyped, but we By get. By the way, I get really <laughs> protective of Nadav when people shit on his Googling skills. I don't. I get protective of him because I go, I go. He's doing the best he can. Oh well, we just had a conversation about it. <laughs> um, a dilated pore is just a pore that starts filling with with oil, and that oil calcifies and get hard. Okay, and then it just starts expanding that pore. So Leanne had one on her face, and she popped it, and a seed came out. This is when she was a kid, and a hole was there. I loved this hole. I swear to God, I loved this hole was my favorite thing about her because back when we first started dating and she let me do anything to her, it would fill up with dried skin or makeup and she'd let me clean it out. 
Can I tell you hardcore secret time? I think she'd be bothered by this. Yeah. One time I was about to go down on Leanne and she was like, something's wrong with my belly button. And I was like, huh? And I looked and I was like, oh, there's like a thing in here. And she was like, what? I was like, she was like, I can't see it. And I was like, hold on. And I pulled out a rock of whatever the fuck had accumulated in her belly button. And it was the most, I mean, it was like, I thought of that when I fucked her. I was like, pulling that thing out of her, pulling that thing out of her. I don't know what it is, man. I'm like, wait, what'd you pull out? I was like, a, it was like a rock of like, of like shit that just gathered in her belly button and gotten hard and had been there for a while and it, and it just accumulated and she never took it out. And then all of a sudden I removed it. And I, I think about that more often than I think about the birth of our children. Okay. Oh, oh my God. Oh my God. Navel stones. Type in fucking navel stones. Type in fucking navel stones. Oh my God. Navel stones. This is like, this is, oh my God. This is why I love this podcast. Navel stones. Navel stones. Navel stones. Navel stones. Ugh. Ugh. Real quick, go to YouTube. Type in navel stone removal. Navel stone removal. Oh my God. Navel stone. Oh. Oh, there you go. Extracting the big stones. navel stones. Yes. Oh, oh warning. Boy. This vi- Navel stones. What the fuck is a navel stone? My goodness. A na- oh. oh, shut the fuck up. Oh. oh, that's in their belly button. That's in their fucking belly button. Oh. Holy shit. Oh, I found shit. something I love. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. I think I'll stick to Plast photos. Oh, yeah. Shout out to Plast. Okay, Shout out to I'm going to do this by, my, yeah, by myself. Go ahead. I'm going to watch this by myself. Turn this off. Thanks a lot. So, yeah, we got a shout out on the Reddit, um, what's it called, community here, uh, because we had Michael Stahl, right? Michael Stahl, Michael yeah. Stahl. We had him on, you called him, and um, he texted us and was like, hey, guys, I'm really into a lot of the shit you're into, I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, he, he, he gave me, he gave me a, a shout, but they gave us a shout on the Plast, P-L-A-S-T-T subreddit, which is uh, pussy, legs, ass, toenails, and tits. tits yeah. Um, Smile. Sorry, sorry, yes. Um, Pussy ass legs, smile, toenails, and tits. It is, uh, you know what I love about it though? A lot of, it's like regular girls. That's, I showed it to Leanne last yeah. night and she could not get her head around it. Oh my God. And I was like, so I was like, hot. babe. This is great. It's so great. And I go, you know what it is? It's my favorite new thing. Yeah. I go to this, I go to this subreddit and I J my D. J my D? Mm-hmm. It's well, great. The, um. I, and I, she goes, I don't get it. And I go, what do you mean you don't get it? She goes, I don't get it. Like, why is this, what, what's so sexy about it? I go, it's not sexy. It's fun. It's fun. It makes, it makes it real. Like all of a sudden, like you can see their personality. Yeah. Like, like you all of a sudden, as opposed to in porn where it's like, my problem with porn is that is it's just like, ah, 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 yeah. you know, and they're like, oh, suck this dick. Fuck this pussy. Yes. It's very it's, manufactured. Yeah. And this, thing. this makes These you feel, feel like more authentic. You can see that like when you, I love when they curl their toenails because I go. That's what I'm talking about. Yeah. That makes me believe in America. Did I ever tell you about the best lap dance I ever got? No. I but think I might have. My dick's getting hearts. So we should probably close that. Go ahead. Wait, wait. Did we get any sub did we get any submissions of R? Oh yeah. Sub- we had we Sabeep? had our, our own um acronym Sabeep, Sabeep scared which underarm is... behind the ear. But no underwear. Did we, oh, what was yeah. Sabeep? What was Sabeep? What scared underwear behind the ear armpits. Yeah. That yeah. that was actually a pretty good one <laughs> right actually, there. Great. 
<gasps> and I have a feeling that. By the way, that's the angle. And like our our Indian. submissions are all going to look like these types of guys. It's <laughs> <laughs> not going to be I didn't, chicks. I didn't think it was me. I didn't yeah. think. Of, I <laughs> thought maybe there'd be more dudes, more girls. <laughs> uh, thank you guys. Oh, that's fucking these great. These sabeeps are getting me going. Sabeeps. Yep. Very good. Oh, this is fucking fun. So best lap dance I ever got. I go, we go, we're in, uh, we're in, um, uh, I wish I could remember where we were. I'll call Ron. Ron knows the same, no, Ron knows the name of the club. Oh yeah? Did he know a few people that worked there? So Ron, Ron, the best part was Ron loves strip clubs. And he goes, we're like, hey man, he always wants to go to a strip club with us. We go to a strip club the last night of tour. We're in, I fucking forget the name of the city we're in. We're in. Oh, by the way, did, never mind. And uh, and so I pull out like a ton of money because we just had a good tour. And I give everyone, hey, you there? Yes, sir. Hey, what was what was city were, were we in when we, you're on Two Bears, One Cave. What city were we in when we went to that strip club where uh, Andrew didn't want to touch the girls? <laughs> Fort Wayne. <laughs> Fort, Fort Wayne, Fort Wayne. Okay, perfect. Everyone. <laughs> what, are you doing a two bears one cave? Yeah, yeah, doing two bears one cave. Oh my god! Yeah, Fort Wayne, Indiana. Fort All right. Wayne. All right. I'll call you back. I'll talk All to you later. later. Bye. So, so we're in Fort Wayne, Indiana, and the owner of the the strip club had come to my show, and he was backstage with some girls. They'd all come to the show. He's like, you guys should come back. And we had never been to a strip club the whole time we've been on tour. Yeah. So I was like, let's do it big. Let's go big. So I go, I, we made good money. I go, I'll pull out some cash. Everyone's got like, you know, a thousand bucks, 500 bucks, whatever. Have fun. Let's just fucking have fun. They came out to the show, give them money back. We're gonna have a good time. So we roll in and Ron is in his element. I mean, Ron's like, it's almost like watching a kid who, it's like watching Rick Glassman play basketball. And so... <laughs> Yeah, shout out so, to Rick. Yep, and so uh, I'm sitting. I'm just sitting there. Uh, I kind of stopped getting lap dances for a period of time because I was just like, eh, I didn't. I, I, I didn't like the. I didn't like the power energy about it. So I'm talking to the manager, and one of these one girl comes by, a really attractive girl comes out, fucking ski jacket, and it's snowing out, and she's like, "Oh my god, the fuck are you doing here?" I said, "Oh, we just came to the strip club," and she was like, "Ah, oh, fuck." She was like, I'm like, I'm such a big fan. And I was like, oh, cool. Hang out. She's like, no, I just got done work. I'm going to go home. She was like, oh my God, I would have loved to have given you a lap dance. And I was like, actually, I've always had a joke about it. And I've wondered, to, I would love to play it out. I said, I used to, I used Come to on my tour bus and I'll put some music on. And... <laughs> was that the joke? <laughs> I said, I, I always thought it's never the same thing about porn. I, you get you go to a strip club and the girls are already halfway naked and then all they do is like take off a top and yeah. you, there's no sexiness to it. Like usually, like the sexiness is getting a woman undressed. Like that's right. what we're into. Right. She is in full ski clothes, like get, not ski clothes, but uh, full like winter, winter outfit. Yeah. And I said, I'll tell you what, I'd like to get a lap dance from you like this. She goes, Well, I don't want to go change. I went, No, no, no. I want to see you take all of it off. And she went, What? I said I had a bit about this. And like I, I go, I'm not asking for a full lap dance, but like if you want to give me a lap dance, I will take a lap dance, but I want you winter coat on everything, like scarf, hat, all of it. Yeah. And she was like, I'll fucking do that. And I was like, let's do it. And so we go back 
And she and and oddly enough, we didn't even go to like a very private place. We went right like right yeah. where everyone was, and it was fucking awesome because she was no longer. And I don't mean this disrespectful. She wasn't a stripper. She was a person. Right. She wasn't like someone who was disconnected. That came out really bad. She wasn't someone that was disconnected from her job. She was connected to who she was as a person. Right. And so she starts taking her coat off. And then she's like, oh, shit, I have an ugly bra on. And I was like, oh, this is real. This is what it's like. Right. To, and then she's like. When was this? This was the fucking a year ago. Yeah. By the way, you really do treat this like a confessional when you yeah. come in here. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, by the way, by the way, that, yeah. that, it gets worse. It gets worse. Oh, okay, okay. It gets worse. But it, but she ended up stopped doing the lap dance because she was embarrassed. And she started to be like, oh, my God, I can't believe that. Like, this is like fucking weird. Yeah. And I was like, yeah, right. Yeah. And she was like, I'm like. And it was like the the sexy things, like the belt mark in her stomach from her pants yes. that you're like, that's what a woman looks like. Right. Women don't always look like glassy and, and like silky and yeah. and smell great. Which is back to why Plast is awesome. That's why Plast is awesome. Yeah, yeah. Same, 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 same. Yeah. So then last lap dance I get, and then I had to get fucking break the walls down and I start getting lap dances, right? Yeah. And so uh, this one girl, is, I ended up getting a lap dance from someone else just as like kind of a cool thing. And then towards the end of the night, this one girl, there's two girls come over and they're like, hey, the manager said that we need to give you a lap dance. And I was like, oh, okay. And then I just tip them and I said, what, what are like, I, you know, I never asked what the rules are. I've been like, because, you know, there are rules when you go to strip club. And the girl goes, um, they said there's no rules for you. And I was like, what? She's like, I don't know. You're famous. You can do whatever you want. And I was like, for real? And they're like, yeah. And I went, awesome. Grab my phone and I FaceTimed Cowhead. <laughs> and she's like, what are you doing? I said, there's no rules. I'm a fucking show my friends. <laughs> Didn't touch him. Didn't do. I just fucking. He didn't answer. Jesus, this yeah. is so different than my uh, the guy that owned the venue that I performed at, and was like, "Hey, I own a strip club," and we went with him, and we walked in, and it was so sad. I can't. I'm not gonna say it, it was so sad. And this, he's like, "Hey, hey, uh, you know, Crystal, get over here." He's like, "How you doing, babe?" And she goes, "I feel sick." <laughs> and. <laughs> <laughs> And <laughs> she goes, I feel sick. I was like, oh. And then she goes, uh, she goes, I don't know what I have. And he goes, I would love to come all over your face. And she looked at me and she went like, I don't think that's going to help. Yeah. She was like, how checked out is this fucking guy? And so then I feel like I'm a rescue dog. You know, I'm like, uh, I go, you, you need to leave. She's like, I got to go home. And he's like, oh, I just want to come on. I'm like, this is how you talk to your employees yeah i guess the me too movement hasn't reached strip clubs no and then um he was like isn't she hot and i was like i mean maybe when she's not sick yeah because <laughs> uh, she looks kind of worn down and she's telling us that she's sick oh and uh he, he's like yeah you want to go i was like oh, i think we're good we just had a drink and we were like so we split you know <laughs> dude I, you know i miss that i miss, i miss that um there was like a, that's a part of like stand up comedy energy where you'd go to Oh, the, and there was sorry, there was a girl who was on like the run like the main stage and she had a jacket on. And um like she, I go, do they always wear jackets? He goes, "No." He goes, "Hey, why are you wearing a fucking jacket?" Like he screamed it and she forgot. And she was like, "I'm cold." <laughs> so she oh. took, <laughs> I'm cold. Yeah. And I was like, this is pretty cool. I miss that like I miss that doing radio and strippers would come in. Mm -hmm. We I did one of my favorite ones I ever did was we had, we had, we did, I did cowhead one time and I had told him about down blousing and these girls, these, I guess, uh, girls were going to come in and get naked to win money or whatever. Mm -hmm. You know, this is back when radio could do that shit. Yeah. And then we were like, 
I was like, how about don't let him get naked? Just have him down blouse us and whoever down blouses us the best. See if you can find pictures of that. Uh, type in cowhead down blousing. And then maybe Bert. Uh, no, it's not going to be on the podcast. No. Type go t- type in images. Go to images. No, I can't. Was that it girl was, doing it right there? Where, where, where? That girl? No, that's Carmen. No, no, okay. she definitely wasn't. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silence. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. No, but it was it was so awesome. It was And it was like, I, I think... I think the older I get, the more I get attached to the subtlety of sexuality as opposed to like, just like, I don't know, or the fascinating, like, like the subgenres or, or I, strip clubs don't do it the way they did when I was like 18 and you're like, I'm seeing someone naked. Now I want to see someone naked with like, uh, with like, uh, some English on it, you know? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, exactly. Well, yeah, I mean, you actually have a good mind for like you i'd never heard it down blasting to you you knew oh. about the plast thing like you find these quicksand porn. little quicksand little spin little little spin on the ball yeah uh, and then that's i think from age right like that's just like i think know. just being bored and going yeah. like what can i what can i find that's sexy i i i know i've told you about the the freeze motion japanese porn yes yes that's yes. Fu- like Stuff like and that. that was good too. Like that yeah. was really good. Yeah. I, and but and the, here's the weird thing is like I'm having as the older my daughters get, I have a real disconnect with like porn because I'm like I don't know I feel weird being a dad that has daughters. Yeah. That have I had a dream last night and they're probably exposed to porn, which is so weird. Like the kids kids of this age all have these, so I like they're, they're probably sent things that. to each other all the time. You know? Do you can you imagine? We had to see. We had to get a hold of a videotape and get a VCR to see crazy shit. And you had to have alone time where you knew no one was coming. You couldn't just check your phone and go, Life 360, where are my family at? All right, I got time to jerk off. Yeah, no. You had to be like, I hope my dad's on his way home. Yeah. (laughs) Jesus. I can't believe I never got caught jerking off. I know. I mean, I'm like, I got, never got caught jerking off. I never got caught. Never. And I did it so much. Are you kidding me? Yeah. I, I gotta give a shout out to Nadav. We were talking about this last week. The funniest thing the Dobbs ever said. We were talking about jerking dudes off. Do you remember this? And I was like, I, I immediately go, I jerk oh, a dude yeah. off great, but I've never jerked someone off this way. I've only done myself, right? Yeah. So I go, I'd have to get behind them and jerk them off as if I'm doing it to myself. And the Dobb goes, yeah, like you're putting on someone's tie for them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Hold on. Let's do this yeah, the right yeah, way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What was I just about to say? Oh, I had a dream. <clears throat> I had a dream that Georgia started dating a 32 year old man last night right my dreams are pretty intense so georgia starts dating him he lives she's in philadelphia 16 she's 16 yeah. he lives in philadelphia he found her online and he's been grooming her like like you know yo like send me some pictures whatnot and this and is your dream this is my dream and i find out and she goes you're not going to separate the two of us dad I'm in love with him. And I go, God damn it, you're not in love with him. He's a fucking dirtbag and he's older. And this is what, fuck, I go, fuck that. So I, I'm fighting with Georgia and Joey Diaz calls. And he goes, dog, we pay this guy a visit. 
right? This is mm-hmm. my dream. So yeah. me and Joey Diaz go to a bar in Philadelphia. We walk in. Joey goes, which one is he? And as we walk in, the one guy behind the bar sees us and starts to leave. I go, he knows who we are. And we go and Joey grabs him in the back and Joey breaks all his fucking fingers one by one with a hammer in this dream. And he's like, you never text Georgia Kreischer. Do you understand that? He's like, I won't do it. He goes, no, we're making sure you won't do it. Because next time we come in, we cut your fucking fingers off. And I'm like, and I'm just watching Joey break finger by finger. And I woke up. I wanted to call Joey and thank him. <laughs> it's a very vivid dream, man. I'm having a hard time with being a parent I of, bet. A, of a teenager. Yeah. I actually know, by the way, I worked with somebody uh, where this person was employed after doing some time, and uh, they were from one of the large Los Angeles gangs. Yeah. And when I was complaining about my issue with somebody, he was like, if you get like a few hundred bucks together, I know some guys that'll go and break that guy's legs and everything. I was like, okay. <sighs> Broken femur's a game changer. Yeah. It's a game changer in life. Your life will never be the same. Yeah, and if like somebody could do it under a grand, that's a great that's great value. I'll know? tell you right now, there was I won't say names, but there was a <laughs> there was a, a professional football player who was accused of rape uh-huh. uh, that went to Florida State. I think you know what I'm talking about. Uh-huh. And I thought Yeah, you narrowed down a few seasons. <laughs> <laughs> this podcast is so bad for our career. <laughs> I really wish I had more of this hat today. Yeah. The uh and I thought, as a father, if someone did that to my daughters, uh, it's game over. Yeah, I don't, of course. I don't even need. I don't even need believe all women. I don't need. He said, she said. I don't need a court of justice. If my daughter says it happens. I cut their fingers off easy. I cut yeah. off all their fingers, and yeah. I enjoy it. And I take my time with it. I really, I really would be so. If someone hurt my daughters, I would be so vengeful that I couldn't control myself. Yeah. I could not fucking control myself i think that emotion is very relatable for like all parents all parents i mean yeah. you think of the i, I maybe but i'm but yeah, bobby I, lee asked me he goes what would you do if i like killed one of your kids and i was like what <gasps> like i go the fact that like you're even gonna ask that maybe? i start getting creative on how i'd kill him i'd take him to the beach and i'd bury him up to here in a hole and i'd wait till the tide came in and i'd sit and i'd drink and i'd blow cigarette smoke in his face and i just drink and i'd watch him die slowly a good one i told him i would disembowel him in front of his family and watch make them eat pieces of him yeah Yeah. oh that would be cool i can't believe there's not more revenge murders there are well there's you should more of them yeah like i I, you know there was that case a few years ago where a guy had been i forget if he was arrested or convicted maybe he was he had been arrested for kidnapping and uh, I think kidnapping and killing a kid. Yeah. And he was at the airport arriving because it was like an extradition or something. And the the father was at the airport and he pulled out a gun and he shot him. But I, it, no, no. And the judge was like, yeah, we understand. that There needs to be more judges like that. Yeah. And by the way, I'm not, I, I hope I'm not sounding callous. I wouldn't just shoot someone. I'd want to enjoy it. I would want yeah. to take my time with it. Like I would really, I have, I have, sometimes I, I have fantasies that I come into my house and, and dudes have, are like breaking into my house and then my daughter's my wife tied up and I overtake them. Mm -hmm. And my favorite saying in these, in these fantasies are, oh, we're going to have a fun next month. And I put them in a box Mm -hmm. and I keep them under my bed Mm -hmm. every now and then I go, you didn't think this was going to happen, did you? 
You didn't think you have no control over your life. Like yeah. I fucking fantasize. If someone hurt my family, I like I, it. Really, kind of b- b- boggles my mind that there aren't more revenge murders. I ha- I have a, a similar fantasy where like I've always played out taking my time too, and so for yeah. me, it's about um, kind of kidnapping and putting the person basically under you know yeah like a chloroform kind of thing oh yeah and then when they wake up they're tied up you know and they don't know where they are and they don't know what happened but it's the person that wronged me and then i slowly do things like cut open their quad and pour salt that what you know? oh, i knew what movie you were going to oh yeah wait what no not dexter you know what movie it is um it's the guy it's not it's it's the, the what one of the movie stars. His family gets murdered, and he goes to prison. He goes to prison, and then he, he escapes out of prison and slowly tortures the people that hurt his family. Mm. Do you know what movie this is? It's maybe it's by the guy that played. Uh, he's the Scottish guy. He's got a little bit of an accent like that. You know. Not sure. Um, was it Taken? No, it's not Taken. Well, Taken's kind of Taken's, in that genre. but like Taken, Taken. No, it's uh, t- maybe it's the guy. Who's the mo- who's the movie star that was in like three hundred? Was that that guy Gerard Butler? Gerard Butler. Type in Gerard Butler. Type in Gerard Butler movies, and then let's see what movies there are. And I guarantee you it's him. I just want to say it's certainly him. Okay, that's it's, the guy. It's Gerard Butler. Go. No. 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 Yeah. Keep going. Okay, stop expanding them. Uh, 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 law-abiding citizen, law-abiding citizen. Oh, with Jamie Foxx. Yeah, law-abiding That's citizen. The one? Have you seen the scene where he he tortures the guy? He first cuts off his eyelids and goes, "I," and then has a mirror and he goes, "I want you to see all of this." Yeah. yeah. Oh, that's what I do. Yeah. Like, oh, oh look at this. Yeah, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, that's the kind of thing you would torture do. scene. Yeah. I would definitely do that. I would yeah. definitely like. I, I'm I'm actually shocked. I'm really, I am a stunned that you our, our really, society isn't run this way. You could do that thing too, where like, cause I figure, you know, take like an electric drill and just like jab it in someone's knee or their foot. And then they're screaming and they pass out and you give them adrenaline to wake up. Yeah. And you Dude, could, I'll tell you what, let's make a deal right now. Okay. Mm. If anything happens to our families and we yeah. have to do this to someone, yeah. we help each other out. Yeah, definitely. I would, I would help you out in a heartbeat. And then, and when do. we got arrested went to prison i'd be in cell with you going we did the right thing yeah we did the, we right, did the right thing, thing. that's you got to put a sign out you got to put a sign in front of your house and let everyone know dude you imagine, hurt my family i hurt everyone in your family imagine like if you just make an incision like right by the ear and you peel the skin off like you're peeling an orange off of someone's face i cover them in dilated pores yeah and i just remove dilated pores every day from their body and then my dilated pore um Pick router. Hey, what, what? What? Hang on. What? What was I just thinking? And then about? you go like, "Oh, I didn't know you wanted to transition to being a woman." To the guy, and the guy's like, oh, oh. And "I like, can't hear you. Is this yeah, your tongue? Yeah. Did we hit your tongue? I'm so sorry. I'll remove your testicles for you." Yeah, I am. Uh, yeah, that, I, I don't, I'm more. I'm getting more and more attached. That sounds horrible to my family. Like I know that I should have been that way my whole life, but like I think as more the closer my daughters want to leave, mm-hmm. the more I'm trying to get everyone to stay and not go anywhere. Mm-hmm. And I just I'm not like like Georgia got in a car accident and so, and the dude that hit her, some guy guy ran into she her. Got, she got in a car accident right away. She had a, yeah, she had a, like a week. <laughs> what? Someone rear-ended her? 
rear-ended her, and then the guy got in her face and, like, was, like, was like started fucking yelling at her, and she was getting, and he was cornering her. And, dude, if it wasn't for some guy at the laundromat, older black dude, comes out and was like, get the fuck out of her face and fucking protected Georgia. And Georgia was like, thank you. And then and then she was like, and then Georgia just, you know, it's it yeah. left. And I go, did you, did you thank the guy? And she was like, I don't know. I was so scared. And so... And the, the other day, we're going. I'm driving to the laundromat with her, and I'm like, "See if you can find the guy." So I want to go and thank him and give him like a hundred bucks, you know, and to be like, "Hey, man, thanks." I think he works at the laundromat, but uh, fucking driving with that kid is a nightmare. So is she driving again or no? She's driving again and has no sense of direction. Meaning, like, like doesn't know, like, like we pull, we got into a big fight about it, but like, just pulls out. I actually got into a fight with Leanne about this, so. She pulls out and then she's like, I'm just going to take a left. And I go, well, don't, hold on. You'd have to cross two lanes of traffic. It's a four lane highway. You're not going to. It's easier, baby, just to not cross traffic like that where you don't have a light. It's easier to find the light. She goes, mom does it. And I go, yeah, mom grew up in a fucking town where they had a donkey and a fucking stoplight. Yeah. And so she doesn't have, she has no frame of reference. But if you grew up in a city, yeah. you normally go to the lights. And she goes, that's not true. And then Leanne jumps in. And she goes, you can cross. That's fine. You just wait your turn. And I go, why invite a massive accident into your life when you could just go to the light and then turn at the light? And she yeah. was like, huh? And I was like, am I crazy? <laughs> like, why, why the fuck? Yeah. Why wouldn't you? And Leanne's like, he ain't going to get in an accident. I go, tell that to the person that gets fucking T-boned at 40 miles per hour. Yeah. Well, by the way, by the way, Leanne drove uh, my bike last night. Yeah. Um, And it's a little tall for her. And I'm not lying when I say she takes it up. She's having a blast, takes it back. And then as she gets up to me, she dives off of it. She dove off the fucking bike. Why? She was like, I couldn't get my feet down. So she dove off. Thank God I caught the bike. She literally, Tom, run, and then just went, huh, and dove off the fucking bike. I was like, what? what? And she goes, I know you think I was being dramatic. I can't touch my feet. I was like, you dove into the street. You dove onto the street. Like, you could have fucking really hurt yourself. You dove. She dove. Fucking. She's so frustrated Chicks. about our birthday present game. She is? Because I started Googling things I was going to buy you. And she's like, first of all, we're not buying that. And I was like, uh, we're not buying it for you. We're buying it for Tom. She was like, hold on. Hold on. She was like, I'm so excited. I'm so excited. Can I tell you? This is what she's upset with. Because I go, you know, we're going to spend more money on each other the next time. And she goes, yeah. And I said, so if I spend 20 grand on his next birthday, then in November, I'm getting something 25 grand. Like, it's, yeah. I'm getting that back. And she was like, that's not the way to think about this. She goes, just do better than he did. I go, uh-uh. Or I can step up the game and make this escalate really quickly. Yeah. Until the point where he's like, I got you a jet. Fuck. Like, <laughs> this needs to be, I'm telling you, we need to make an we need to make an, a, a website. We need to make a website where we can team up dudes who buy each other presents. It's, why don't they have a Tinder for friends? Let's create Tinder for friends. Let's create Tinder for friends. Okay. Were you... Well, I guess you could use Tinder and just not fuck them, huh? Yeah, but I mean, they, they're trying to get you to fuck, you know? I guess ultimately we'd end up... People would end up fucking. Yeah. Like people they always just, end up fucking, yeah. They, they're like, ah, I met like, him on... I thought we were going to hang out on, on, <laughs> on the friend app. And then he fucked me. And then he fucked me, yeah. By the way, we got totally distracted way earlier from what you were going to talk about. Which was? Which was the flag in oh, your home. Oh, this is... 
By the way, this is me. This show should be called Burt Cancels Himself. But just like, what is the scenario? I just thought you sent this in a text and I was like, what, the, what are you, what is this? This is your living room? Yeah, this is our living room. And the, so for people listening, uh, you see that you're in the living room. Um, Bert's sitting on a chair. There's couches. There's bookshelves. And then there's your main focus goes to that there's television and there's a football game on. And then underneath it, an enormous Make America Great Trump 2020 flag. Promises like, kept. Promises made. Promises kept. Right. And that's that's in your living room, prominently displayed <laughs> above your television. Fireplace. Above your fireplace. As if we're waiting for Santa Claus. Right. And it's like, obviously, you go, okay, this is a, a big uh, Trump fan's home. And then I just didn't know. And you're like, well, let's talk about it. So what's the story? So I got, I got fucking lit up by everyone. So, I, I didn't even know this. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I posted on Instagram stories forgetting that that Trump flag was there. I am just, just talking like, about the Cowboys the and yeah. the Steelers. And how the spread wasn't being covered, and I was losing money on that. And I forgot I put the sign, the flag up. So we were in we were in Arizona uh, when doing hot summer nights tour, and there were Trump flags everywhere. And I and but I could not find a place to buy one. I wanted to buy one because I I just wanted to buy one. I wanted and Ron is done not very against Trump. By the way, Ron, I don't, is, I'm not going to tell you my politics. Ron is very against Trump. Very against Trump. Right. I'm not going to tell you my politics, but. I will tell you, I did not vote for Donald Trump. Okay, okay, okay. so just so everyone's clear, but I, for, I'm a comedian. I don't give a fuck about any of this. My thing is the joke. I just want to giggle about stuff. So, like, we had an incident where Trump supporters were on the corner in Arizona. Did you see this? And you and, told me this. And, and I started honking towards them and like, hey. And then they started cheering. And then we started laughing, going like, oh, they think I'm big Trump. And then Ron jumped. He was taking a piss. We're at a stoplight. He jumps back in the seat. And, I, and it starts honking, and they start going nuts. And Ron's like, oh, yeah. And then he doesn't realize he's honking at Trump supporters. And they see a black man driving a shirtless man's bus. And they're like, eh. and he's like, fuck you, like out the window. And we're like, easy, Ron. And then a big fucking riot almost ensued. So we got, so we did a show in Arizona, and I said, I, I kept saying, they, I, you guys all have Trump flags, but you cannot see where they sell them. I don't see a place to buy them. You can't get them at Walmart or at Target. Like, where are you guys getting their Trump flags? And so... And then a little back and forth of me and the audience went on that was that I will not engage about that was because it was right before the election. And then uh, and then this dude came up and he was like, hey, man, I got you a Trump flag and back like up to the front at the end of the show. And I grabbed it. And I first thing I did is I put it in the bus where right behind Ron and Ron's like, fucking hell no. And he's like, we're getting rid of that flag right now. And so I had to hide it so I could keep pulling it out to fuck with Ron. Yeah. My daughters are despite their uh, their unintelligence or or uninsightfulness about anything politics, they are very politically motivated. They mm -hmm. are they have big broad views on the world yes. and they're fucking dialed in. Now and they're, they're teens. They're yeah. 14 to 16. Uh, Leanne and I both applaud their passion, but you know, whatever. It doesn't uh, they're not going to get to vote. So <laughs> but they are very anti Donald Trump, very anti. So okay. the last thing we do is I come home from tour on Sunday, I think. And the last thing I'm going to do with this flag is I'm going to put it up in our front yard, but I can't. So the girls come home and they see a Trump flag in our front yard, yeah. but I can't get our fucking, I can't flip out our American flag pole with the thing and they're coming home. So I panic. So I run in and I put it on our mantle, a big Trump 2020 sign, the flag and the girls. This is great, by the way, just dad. In the home fun. Yes. This is exactly this what is, you yeah. live for. Yeah, yeah, this is everything. So I, I get the fucking ring cam set up. I'm going to record it. 
So like, or no, the Nest Cam, mm -hmm. and the girls come in and lose their shit. Lo By the way, they already know I've not voted for Donald Trump, I think, right? No, no, no. Election hasn't even come out yet. No, wait. Yeah, this is the other day, the, right? I mean, this was Sunday. This was Sunday. And so, so yeah, yeah, I come back. And so, so uh, they've already know that I didn't vote for Donald Trump, but they see the sign and they get fucking livid. Like, Georgia goes to her room, won't talk to me. Isla's like, Dad, take that down. We need to burn that flag. I'm like, we're not burning any flag. First of all, this thing's fucking comic gold. I'm yeah. going to hold on to this for the rest of my goddamn life. And so, she, and so they all leave. And I start talking to Leanne, and then I start having a drink, and then I start watching football, and I forget that the Trump flag's up. Totally forget. And then I go, fucking cowboys aren't covering the goddamn spread. And I shoot the video, and then I post it, and all of these jokes are now gone, and I have divided my fan base in half. I am getting destroyed by people. And I'm like, what the fuck are they talking? I'm going on Twitter. I'm like, what the fuck is everyone so? Oh, my God. And then I'm like, oh, my God, the Trump flag's still up. I'm doing videos with Trump flags everywhere. It's like the time, okay, and I have another confession to make. We were in Alabama. Isla needed a hat, and she put on a Make America Great Again hat, and I said, we're definitely buying that, okay? And so we shot videos with Isla in this Make America Great. She didn't know what the hat meant at all. She was like 12. And one time, do you remember one time I was FaceTiming with you? Yeah. And that hat is up by our door. And I go there, and you go, what the fuck is behind you? And I go, what are you talking about? You're like, behind you? And I went, oh, that's our Make America Great Again hat. I understand that this is super uh, like fucking loaded with people in this world right now. Yeah, yeah. Feel like it's so divided. It's really crazy. So divided. But my my goal is to just giggle. I just want to yeah. make fun. Like I don't, I don't, I don't really give a fuck about any of that. But man, just play the video and you can see that it's like it. It you can't even tell. You can't even tell that I like just listen to it. I literally am just. It is the fucking ultimate like troll, without ever planning to troll it. Listen. Yeah. Yeah. Let me tell you something. I'm rooting for Pittsburgh to stay undefeated. Hmm? I bet on Pittsburgh. <laughs> I bet on. But when they don't cover the spread like this, you mean I just to tell me beat them, Dallas. You didn't know you were so doing this? Angry. I did not realize the flag Seriously? was still, I Eight swear to you on the life of both of my children. Really? I had no fucking clue that fucking it's None. so prominent. <laughs> it looks like you're the most devout donor. Oh, it's so prominent. It's right there. And man, people, some people were like, good on you, Bert. Oh, yeah, yeah. Way to fucking let, let Hollywood know who the fuck you are. Yeah, and yeah, I was like, yeah. oh, easy, buddy. <laughs> I was like, I don't think you know who I am. I'm fucking so sorry to people let you down. People took everything. Like, they're still all right now as this is like playing out. But like, people take... Anything you say or do, yeah, I, I got the same thing where it's like encouraging or people were like, thought you were different, man. Yeah, it's like, Not surprised. And you're like, okay, all right, bud. This one girl was like, this is outrageous. And then I like had to DM her and be like, I had a follower, then DM her and be like, yo, just so you know, like I had to explain it in a, in a text. And then I was like, I'm yeah, not going to explain this. I was like, myself. I'm not going to explain this to her. But by the way, if you can, if, it really bums me out that that's the way our country is running. I know. That, that if sucks. you go, hey, I support so Biden, so. everyone's like, well, then I can't fucking trust you, fake media. Yeah. And you're like, well, hold on. Or if you go, I support Joe Jorgensen. Who the fuck votes for Joe Jorgensen? <laughs> Might as well not vote. It's a wasted vote. It's like Kanye. On the birthday If party. you vote for Kanye. Dude, yeah. Seriously, like. You're a piece of shit. I think they should actually take those people aside and go, hey, you guys got to go to prison for a year. Yeah. Like, that was really stupid what you did. 
And, and we're sending Kanye with you. And we're sending Kanye with you. Yeah. I guess we just lost our ch chance of getting... This has been a very volatile, hot-button episode. I, th I wouldn't be shocked yeah. if this was if this got Tim uh, Tim Dillon numbers. <laughs> I really appreciate you letting me back on the show. Man. <laughs> it's been fun. And I, and I apologize for all the things I did about Nadav. And... <laughs> it's always good to have Someone hit back. me up and they're like, Hey, man, when are you going to be on Two Bears, One Cave again? Again. I was like, I'm on it all the time. You missed what? You missed two episodes, man. I missed three. Three. Yeah, but you've been on. You're the only guy that's been. Four. I might have missed four. You're the only guy that's been on tour. Um, wait, I did one with Leanne. One with Bobby Lee. Yeah. One with Tim Kennedy or Tim uh, Dillon. Yeah. And one with uh, Ryan Sickler. Oh, you're right. So it's four. Yeah. That's four in what? Three I months? I think what's only fair is to have our fans rate who did best out of those four substitutes. That's fine to me, yeah. Who? You want it in the I YouTube do, comments? I can, I can do it on... Ooh. With this episode, I'm saying. We can, yeah, in this episode, tell us who you think did best. Leanne Kreischer. Yeah, which was the best guest bear of the lockdown? Leanne? Tim Dillon. Bobby Lee. Bobby Lee. And Ryan or Sickler. Ryan Sickler. Yeah. It's interesting. I have my notes. I won't watch them because you I, can also, I get jealous. Sorry, you could email at twobears1cave at gmail.com and you just put best guest bear in the subject line. Um, Today I put on Twitter. You can't watch. I can't watch him. I get jealous. Really? Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I'm weird. I'm, I, at least I'm honest about shit. Here's yeah. the biggest problem with me is I'm super honest, and I, I think it fucks. I'm not good at like. I wish I could be like a, like have like a, like a PR presence. You know, like I do fucking interview. I did an interview for the good one. Have you heard of that podcast mm -mm. with Vulture? Mm -mm. It's actually a really great podcast. Really? Yeah, it's a really great podcast. You, they, you take one of your jokes and you take one of your jokes and then you break down how you wrote it and, and, and how you arrived at how the, who, the one. Who hosts this? Uh, I, God damn it, Jamie. I just tweeted and texted him today. Oh. Um, Jamie. I've heard of this actually. I'll tell you who hosts it. By the way, I just posted on Twitter. If the vaccine comes out in December, will you take it or wait for it to see if it gives people tales? Mm -hmm. Jesse David Fox hosts it, um, and everyone is saying I'm not. They're not going to take it. That no one. Well, here's the thing, man. Bill Gates and his friends are just trying to control us and get us sick and make more money, and that's one of the main reasons. Not only am I not going to take that vaccine, but any vaccine. <laughs> By the way, anti-vaxxers are like, this is their... This is their moment. This is their 9-11. Like, see? Is, yeah. See, guys? Oh, oh for you're going to be autistic, are you? Yeah. <laughs> what if we all get the vaccine and we all be turned autistic? What happened? And the anti-vaxxers are like, looks like I run the fucking world now. <laughs> Could be. I mean, it's, you know, possibly talking about a few hundred million doses going out like that, you know? Do you, how, do, what do you do? Do you wait a year? No. You can take it? Yes. Really? Yes. Yes, dude. What if you what if you, what if you do like you, you do when uh when you do like a ghost shot of it? You're like, yeah, I'll take it. Uh and you don't take it. You're no, like I'll take it. Really? Yeah. Would you give it to your kids? Sure. Really? Sure. Really? I, if it's like I'm not I'm not talking about like something you made at the house. Yeah. But like if uh if you know this is a approved and it's gone through all the like nothing that's been like Oh, this is a rushed version of this. But this is like an approved and and tested uh, vaccine, and and like doctors are 
you know, my doctors. I'm not like talking about like uh, some guy on Twitter who's like, let me break it down for you. It's like, <laughs> I, think I'll, I think I'll talk to the infectious disease doctors. Yeah, that, and, that is funny. I'm listening to people on Twitter break down the vaccine and yeah. I'm like, who the fuck no, are you? you? You talk to like infectious disease doctors and they'll tell you on it because there are, if it's like, if it's a, if it's a vaccine where doctors are split, yeah. that lets you know what you need to know, right? That's, if there's literally a split in the medical community yeah. about the effectiveness of it or the safety of it, yeah, that's not ready. But if they're saying like, this is, you know, um, ready for public consumption and it's effective. I mean, the Pfizer one they said was like 90% effective. 90% effective. I mean, why would you, would you not take that? I was thinking, I was thinking, yeah, hold up, see what happens. How long? Sit back in the cut for six months. See if six anyone starts growing a tail. Oh. Just see if like, see if like there's, I don't know. I mean, ultimately I guess the. Here's the deal. It's like you can't you, listen to the dummies on social media. You go to your parents will definitely take it. Because then, because I mean, not to be crass, but they've got 20 more years maybe. You know? <laughs> not 20. Yeah. <laughs> not, not 20 on mine either. Yeah, yeah no. Eight. And so, yeah. so like they'll take it because what, what are the side effects? Well, who gives a fuck? I get to go live a solid five years where yeah. I don't have to worry about getting this fucking disease that is murdering my generation. Yeah. And then, and then, uh, and then, but me, I go, I don't know. What if it, Yeah. Like, I mean, I'm, look, I'm scared. I'm scared to take. I'm scared to take everything. Like, like you don't get vac vaccines. I get vaccines. Yeah, but but I like I got the flu shot before we went on tour, and then yeah. I got the flu. Um, what about your girls? Do you give them back? Did they take. They got all vaccine. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Fucking, you fell for it, dummy. Yep. Um, what about you guys in the booth? Would you take the vaccine? Uh, yeah, yeah, I would definitely take it. Other guys, Chris. Yeah, of course I take it. Yeah, I might just invite Ari to my house and have him slip it to me. <laughs> That way I feel better about taking it. I'm like, God damn it. I guess I got vaccinated. Oh, my God. Um, what did we not cover on today's episode? Well, um, we got some good race discussions, some sex stuff, some porn stuff, some gross stuff, some political stuff. This is a real <laughs> yeah. fucking this is a smorgasbord. Yeah. You basically came and you said, I'm no fucking guest host. And you came here and dropped a hammer on it. <laughs> hey, try to ruin your career that quick, Ryan Stickler. <laughs> um, all right. Well, this was fun. Um, we're going to be... We're going to be competing in some stuff coming up. We keep working out details. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Privately, we'll announce it soon. But it'll be fun. We'll have a good time. And we're, we're going to try to figure out another time to do another live one. I love that live one. We'll figure out I a live really one. I really love that live that one. That was the most fun. And people loved it. It was great, yeah. man. Uh, if you missed the live one, people have asked. You go to uh, TomSegur.com um, or YMH Studio. What is it? Rentals page? Yeah, Rentals. TomSegur.com slash Rentals. And uh, it has the, the other lives that we did and this... Um, the, the two bears one and then we're doing ymh live number three on november 20th so if you have not gotten tickets are you doing a it. thanksgiving one well it's the week before so oh, yeah oh, really? uh, it's for the it's for the week of thanksgiving thanksgiving is the 26th so this will come out the 20th it's available through the 29th if with a ticket um and we have danny brown mark rebier doing original music mark rebier oh by the yeah. way i saw him um uh, my sister maria i saw him on nuts. your Mark Rebier is a really interesting dude. Talented guy, man. Really fucking talented. Yeah. He did he, he did those drive-ins. Yeah, he did. Same same as me. He but his shows, I I think his shows a sick show. I think it's I think it's actually the like I heard him talking about it and going like, "Yeah, it works, you know." He's, but I think I think he has an advantage because he's so different. 
yeah. than what any, and it's such a live event. It is, and he that, actually set up a phone line on stage. Phone line, I think, if I'm not mistaken, I don't want to take, I think he did his show from inside a green room, inside a green room screen on the On, on the, the stage? Event. Yeah, yeah, that guy's fucking, that guy's, I, cool. I think we talked about this last episode, but I fucking really, I'm, he's very I'm, cool. and he's kind of oddly muscular. Like yeah, he's, he's got like an lean. Owen Gray look, if you know what I mean. I see what you mean. I bet he has got a hog on him. Yeah, I, I if think so you too. can get Mark Rebier to show his dick on, um, on your mom. Oh, looks like oh he does have a hog on him. Yeah. How the fuck do these guys all have big dicks? Like, if you look at like the way culture should go, us meatheads, be, uh, we should have big we dicks. should have really big dicks, and we don't. Yeah. Mark Rebier has got a hog on him. Uh -huh. I guarantee it. It's crazy that we... What are you Googling? Let's see. Tom Segura. Oh, yeah, because people were, like, oh, were pointing out mine, kept talking about my dick. Where? What? From this video, like this promo. Oh, wait, play it. Let me see it. You can hear it. Yeah, you can do full... This is... I watched this, but... In... Here you go. Like, go full screen, though. YMHVirtual.com is the place to go. <laughs> what we do is an entirely live show experience. It's not that like a podcast. That is fucking hilarious. I guess I forgot that it was... You didn't have your, your short shorts on yeah. to hold it up. I did that sometimes. Yeah. Or just everybody was like, didn't know you had that hog on you. That's <sighs> the way it is. Anyways, um, this was fun. Love you. See you guys. We'll talk to you soon. I love you too. Bye. Bert and Tom, Tom and Bert. One goes topless while the other wears a shirt. Tom tells stories and Bert's the machine. There's not a chance in hell that they'll keep it clean. Here's what we call Two Bears One Cave. No scripts, a bit of booze, amateur partology. Dirty jokes, raunchy humor, no apologies. Here's what we call Two Bears One Cave.